they think that uh, 10 slides means a, a, a time, a limited time. But this doesn't, doesn't make any sense. You should ask maximum 10 minutes, maximum 20 minutes, maximum 40 minutes. But you shouldn't tell to the speakers how many slides, the maximum number of slides, because that, that cutting their creativity. The speaker can talk for 40 minutes with two pictures, with two slides only, or in five minutes showing 20, 20 different slides. That depends on the flow of, of, of the speech, on the, on the story that they're going to tell. So this is another thing that should, uh, should uh, stop happening. Hey everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of the World of Presentations podcast brought to you by Asset Presentation Agency 356 Labs. Not that many of you will know, but we're recording this intro for a second time. Uh, there was a technical glitch. <laughs> and today, by the way, this is episode 111, three ones here. And today, together with me, we have another uh, guest from our industry and another presentation expert who is based in our, in not our, but in my favorite city, uh, my favorite country on this planet, which is called Italy, baby, Italy. Uh, his name is Davide, and let me be very careful. Uh, let me be, be extremely mindful with the family name here, because I want to be a precise Luzzardi. 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 Crap. All right. The next time <laughs> I, I tried my best, uh, who is, uh, who is obviously based in Italy. He runs a presentation consulting company there, uh, does a lot of work with Prezi, both builds presentations for its customers and for his customers with Prezi, uh, but also trains them in the world of Prezi and obviously Prezi video, uh, one of the uh, Prezi's latest tech. Uh, David, thank you so much for joining. Thank you, Boris. Uh, yes, today we're here to talk a little bit uh, about this uh, world of presentations and about a couple of, uh, how do they say, challenges in English, right? That, yeah. uh, that uh, all people involved in presentations, and I'm not talking about teachers or experts, I'm talking about all those people that put their hands on a presentation, all the challenges that they're facing, uh, like in a company, uh, yep. when when the, when they when they ask you uh, to stick well I, I jump into the subject already uh, 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 when they ask you to stick uh, to the template right they tell you this is uh, our structured template uh, corporate template and you have to stick to that okay I believe this is a kind of of a problem nowadays uh, because uh, let's see I, I, I think we we arrived uh, to this situation from uh, the letterhead I mean before digital we, we were used to write letters so the company had its own uh, letterhead and you take the letter and you start uh, writing the letter also on the computer but and then they transferred this way of doing into presentations. So it's a, it's about the same thing. The template has uh, some parts, some graphical parts, which are always the same in every single slide. 
it's exactly like writing a corporate, a, a company letter. And uh, this is why we got there. Uh, why this is challenging? Uh, because uh, when, you, when you work on a presentation, you actually uh, shouldn't start from the computer, from the template, from the, um, from the digital part of it. But we all should start from a blank piece of paper, as we know, in uh, analogic. And in analogic means your ideas that you put in paper, uh, you build the presentation uh, uh, scratch. You have to design with your hand the presentation with a, with a pencil. And then uh, uh, you, it's, uh, it's there that you understand the main topics, the subtopics, so all the flow of your presentation. Yep. This is how you should start. We all know that. Yep. Okay, so we, we, we don't have to start with the computer. If you have a corporate template, you may think, okay, let's open the corporate template and start from there. Spaces are those, and you have to put your things, your, your contents in those spaces. So your creativity is a bit cut there, and uh, you, you, you don't have, uh, you, your imagination is uh, stuck to those areas, to those spaces. Uh, instead, we should find a way, a new way, of uh, um, having, okay, if the company is telling us, uh, yes, we need a template, because of course I understand we have a corporate identity, we have the brand, the colors, the font type, and we have to stick to that. And uh, that's understandable indeed. So a, 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 a solution here could be building a corporate template with different types of slides. So not only one slide, one slide exactly the same for all our presentation, but we may build a slide for a picture that goes all the way throughout our 16 by 9 space, because sometimes we know it's a nice feeling to have such picture, right, Boris? Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, 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 but, but maybe the template could have some little parts uh, uh, of graphic of, of the company. So with the colors, uh, little stripes, uh, 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 something that reminds us we are in this uh, ambience, we are in this uh, company, let's say. Another type of uh, uh, of uh, of a page of slide could be for our needs of wh when we have to put those points i don't want to say bullet points because we know we ran out, we, we run out of bullet points but those informations that have to be listed and we know that we can do a much better work than bullet points but sometimes we have still to list some information uh, with uh, with some illustrations, etc., and, and the corporate uh, template can have one kind of that page, and so on. We may have a corporate template with several types of 
different uh, pages um, which uh, which uh, we use whenever we need this kind of graphic setting or the other one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, let's let's tr- let me interrupt you here very quickly. Don't you think sure. that this problem this problem exists mainly because most organizations out there have a template, but this template is also very limited in its in its capabilities. Because normally, what we end up seeing, at least with the customers that we work with, is that they have a template, or at least they think that they have a template. They call it a template because that's more or less how it is being called internally. But inside, it's actually not what they have. Is not something that's helping them communicate their message in a better way uh, without them being designers, right? It is something that, uh, unfortunately for most people, most of the times is actually preventing them to do that, which is very, very strange. Which more or less tells you and shows you that the template is not done well. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, the temp- well, I, I try to run out of the template, you know, uh, as much as I can, because the template is limiting you. And uh, sometimes, as you said, the companies are used to the template, but they probably, those companies never tried something alternative, something completely new. Uh, I'm talking about presentations of the same company done in different ways. This is not something impossible. You still can put your uh, your colors, your um, transfer, your corporate identity, even if you use different kind of presentations. So the point is is really uh, considering new possibilities like the uh, the the logo the logo in each single slide as you know this is something that uh, many of us many uh, experts like we are uh, are trying to run a little bit away from that because mm-hmm. repeating this logo in each single slide is actually a, a piece of graphic that is uh, taking away your attention from the main content. You don't have to tell your name and, and uh, first name and last name all the time when you talk. Uh, and this is a, a similar thing. So what I suggest on the logo, because we understand the logo is important and must be there somehow, uh, uh, you can put the logo, of course, at start, and you can put the logo in all those main pages. Let's say we talk about three topics. Each topic has a, a cover. We put the logo on the cover, and then when we go into the details of that topic, we don't need to repeat the logo all the time. I use Prezi, as you said, and Prezi is built with a home page. You know, you put on the canvas your homepage, and there you have all the topics. When you finish one topic, you go back to the homepage and you see the corporate logo, the corporate uh, uh, colors, and whatever you want to show. Uh, so, indeed, uh, 
we have to it, it's a it's a delicate uh, it's a delicate issue the one of the corporate template the the the, the, the what, what we are talking about today because companies don't want to run away from that but at the same time they should try something different also absolutely. not to bother not to bother people listening to you right yeah absolutely i completely agree that people and at least individuals inside of organizations at least should experiment with other tools so that they know what's on the market powerpoint is just one thing google slides is just one thing there are other alternatives pitch canva sure. prezi the prezi video technology obviously a new a new thing there not a new thing anymore uh, but still and I would say that the lessons learned from the first part here is that, hey, if your template is not helping you build better slides faster, this means that your template is not done well. And you need to address oh, definitely. the PR person or the marketing person who is responsible for that. I think that you need to reach out to those people and just let them know, hey, uh, maybe in six months or in one year when you're doing another exercise with a branding agency or whatever, please... Talk with them about our template. It's not helping us. <laughs> it's exactly, exactly. Us to do something I, faster. Absolutely. As always, as always, we have to see our goal. What's our goal? Our goal is is to uh, attract people. Yep. Is Correct. to have people listening and watching us, engaged and and happy to hear and happy to participate. So this is our goal. If uh, our if uh, uh, to reach our goal, we have to do something different, like the template. Let's do it. Let's get rid of that old stuff and and do something new. Try something new because that's very important. Let's invest some time on that. Yeah, uh, 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 and this is a, 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 a very important issue. What we are talking about. I wanted to to throw in another situation, Boris, if you don't mind. Uh, yep. some, sometimes I hear, I hear this. When, when people organize uh, events uh, where uh, some speakers are involved, like Present to Succeed, yep. uh, several speakers are involved, sometimes the organizer is telling to the speakers, to the people that uh, will be will be talking, uh, maximum ten slides, hmm. maximum fifteen slides, and I, this I is so funny. Yeah, I, I, I will I, interrupt you here. I don't think that this is happening only at conferences and events. I would say that this is happening a lot in the world of corporate in first place. Yes, yes, in corporate. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm talking about corporate events mainly. Uh, uh, because they think that, uh, and I'm going to go in, in detail on this, but they think that uh, 10 slides means a, a, a time, a limited time. Yep. But this doesn't, doesn't make any sense. You should ask maximum 10 minutes, maximum 20 minutes, maximum 40 minutes, but you shouldn't tell to the speakers how many slides the maximum number of slides because that that cutting their creativity the speaker can talk for 40 minutes with two pictures with two slides only 
or in five minutes showing 20, 20 different slides. That depends on the flow of, of, of the speech, on the, on the story that they're going to tell. So yep. this is another thing that should, uh, should uh, stop happening because maximum 10 slides, it, it really doesn't mean anything uh, um, unless you want to cut creativity and cut uh, also the, uh, the spirit uh, that the, the, the speakers will have uh, when, when they will be there. Right? Yeah, I, I think that I think that this is a, something that everyone who is here on the podcast, who comes from the business world, and if you are a manager or a team lead or an even higher exec, we as presentation people understand why you are asking for that. But in order for you to, at the end of the day, get a presentation that communicates a message in a clear way, leave your people alone, allow them freedom. Right. Exactly. Don't exactly. try to push them to put everything in five, seven, or whatever amount of slides you think is the right number of slides. <laughs> That's not exactly. Slides have limited space on them. And when everyone, when I hear someone saying to me, "Hey, my manager made me do this in ten slides," they're trying to, and I'm trying to cram in everything on top of them. Right. I try to fit in, and that's pushing them to write so exactly. much text inside. Right. So leave them alone. And by the way, if you are the, the person who is delivering those presentations or preparing those slides with all of the respect that you can have, talk with your manager, tell them, hey, you want this presentation? I'll give you that presentation. But please allow me. Right. Allow me to do it the way I see it. And if it's not OK, let's discuss it afterwards. But please don't tell me to fit exactly. in a specific number of slides. Right? Exactly. You 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 threw in some some other aspects of this. The first is that uh, each slide shouldn't be too heavy, too yep. full of content. We yep. all know that, and, and and that's the reason why we need more slides. Because if you tell me only ten slides, I I push things inside. That yep. that's a problem. And another another issue that you you mentioned is the relationship between the, let's say, the, the manager, the person that will go to the conference talking and people building their presentation. You know, this is a very, this is another very delicate situation because sometimes uh, someone is building the presentation and someone else is going to use it. Uh, and so there must be a, a, a very strong link between these two people uh, and they have to work together but this doesn't happen very very often sometimes the manager is going to the big conference abroad and uh, i need this presentation please prepare it for me and then uh, they, they they don't see it until the last moment uh, and this is uh, another complicated situation isn't it yeah this one i think it's again just every single time when i get asked to talk about that i'm like the first word you, you are going to hear from me is if you're approaching presentations in this way and you are not collaborating already and you dedicate time to collaborate with the person that's actually going to build the slides for you it is your fault that at the end you yeah. get something that doesn't seem like the thing that you are asking or imagining. 
I mean, exactly. present, I always love to say that presentations are so personal, right? Yes. They look yes. like a website. And in order for them to work, in order for someone to build a presentation for you, they need to know you so, so well. Yes, so, yes. So, so well. And thus, collaboration is mandatory. No matter who you are as executive, no matter how busy you are, plan ahead the time to communicate and to collaborate with this person that is your assistant in this way or your presentation, yeah. dedicated presentation expert in a way. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. exactly. Absolutely. That, that, uh, let's go with one quick, let's go with one more here very quickly because we are very soon to uh, hit uh, oh, okay. Too bad. minutes. Too bad. What is, what is the one thing that you would, like our audience are business people. What would be mm -hmm. that one thing that you would ask business people to think about or to learn or to improve on or to spend more time on or just uh, to kind of uh yeah focus their attention on during this is now up, the summer is upcoming no one does anything almost during the summer uh but <laughs> if they if they decide to do something during the summer what would be that easy. one thing that you advise them to to work on that that's uh, the easy easy uh that, that i'm glad i have a, i have the the reply the answer uh, um right away don't use the same presentation for any kind of situation okay mm -hmm. uh, th there is a problem that we know uh, uh, you a company has one big presentation very strong with a lot of information in it, very detailed, uh, and they use it for any kind of situation. So they use it as, it's a slide doc, so lots of information. They send it over so someone can read it uh, by themselves, and they use it in an event or during a sales uh, mission, whatever. They use the very same presentation. So. To go back to your question, if uh, someone has some spare time, try to build a side presentation based on those, on that presentation, which is so rich and full of information. Try to build another one for those situations when you are there presenting, when you are in presence, either online or live or in, in presence uh, when there's someone talking with the presentation. So you need another document. And this is a problem for many companies because they, have, they are using the same uh, presentation deck, the, 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 the PDF, whatever they have, the, the PowerPoint, whatever they have, they think it's uh, so rich, it's so complete, they use it in any kind of situation. But we well know that when there's someone talking, you don't need all those things. You need only a few nice pictures, illustrations that are following you on the speech, on the flow of your story. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, cannot, I cannot stress this enough. The things that we send over email are very different than the presentations that we exactly. use when we present in live in a live situation Absolutely. or in, online. The the latter are way more simple and way more visual because the things that we are sending are actually if we all think about them they need to be self-sufficient. 
Yes, they need exactly. to work without the speaker. And when you're presenting live or on a Microsoft Teams call, there is a speaker. <laughs> and this person exactly. or these people are the most important people in during exactly. that presentation. It, it, thank it, you so much for uh, thank you so much for spending those twenty now four minutes. It's actually more, <laughs> but it's just the two of you that we know. Why is it more? <laughs> let's keep it secret. <laughs> let's keep it a secret. Thank you so much for joining. And last one here: where where can people uh, connect with you? What's the network that you use most uh, for communicating with others? And where can people find more about what you are doing in your company? Thank you, Boris. Uh, um, LinkedIn and uh, Facebook, as well as my okay. website, uh, lutzpresents.com. In English, too, not only Italian. Really? Okay, so LinkedIn <laughs> and Facebook, we are going to make sure that we link those up in the show notes, and your website and, will be there. So, everyone and, who wants to connect with Davide, LinkedIn is the first the, place to read it. And the yeah, YouTube channel as well. The YouTube channel All right. as well. And then the YouTube channel. Okay, we'll link that one up too. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> All right. So everyone, we hope we, we hope you enjoyed uh, this 111th episode of the World of Presentations podcast. No matter where you find this episode, uh, like, comment, uh, leave us your thoughts, share it with friends. Or if you're watching this on YouTube and you still haven't subscribed, do so. We publish a lot of uh, very interesting discussions, content in general in the 356 Labs uh, world. And of course, as you heard from Davide, if you still don't know what Present Succeed is, uh, well, that's a conference that I would say a conference that you definitely need to know about if you're listening to this podcast. Next year, we're doing it here in Sofia, Bulgaria on the 28th of April. So tickets are already on sale. Join us for a hybrid event this time, not an online only, but hybrid event. David, thank you so much for joining again. This was a, it was a pleasure. Thank you, Boris, for the opportunity and uh, bye-bye to everybody. Ciao.